Hey guys, back with Starting a Startup. I'm Jordan, I'm your host, and I missed you guys. I'm sure you've been busy. It's been going, I think it's been about three weeks since we had our last podcast, but things have been crazy busy, super exciting, got a lot of updates here, and got some good things that I want to talk about today. Now, if you're new to this podcast, this is a podcast just journaling basically from the start of high caliber card and entertainment, and all the steps we went through the way and all the lessons we learned. It was something that I was looking for when I was first starting to become an entrepreneur, like really, really getting into I, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life type of, of business, not I'm going to make a ton of money doing this, like the mistakes that I've had in the past. But uh, this was really uh, trying to get an idea of what we learned, what the process is, and people can actually listen to this, get an understanding of how long it takes to actually get into a successful position. We're not there yet. We're still building. That's what this podcast is about. So I got a lot of updates for everybody, and on top of that, I've got some things that I'm really excited to talk about, but I'll get started a little bit with the updates. So since last time we talked, we split the company. Uh, we, we officially have the Combat Carding LLC and High Caliber Carding, uh, which is a corporation. So we were looking at how can we make these two things work? So for those of you that have been listening to this, we, you know that Combat Carding is our software and hardware division of... Uh, what we're going to be building is called the Infinity Combat System, which is basically laser tags, go-karts, combine them together, you have weapons, you can shoot your friends, slow down their carts, use your shield to uh, deflect hits, sound, lightning, everything goes into it. My man Kevin Beesbrock is putting that together, busting his ass for it and doing a fantastic job. Now the other side of our company is actually our brick and mortar side, and that's high caliber carding. So when we were talking about how we can do expansive growth, we looked in Combat Carding, LLC, that company building the Infinity Combat System. It really, it needed to be something that just created dis the, the product and then had distributors about it. So what we did is we made high caliber carding a distributor within the United States. Now we have a very, very high expectation of what our franchise locations are going to do and our additional locations. We have a very high standards of excellence. And we also want to be able to teach people how to have some goddamn fun because that's what we're really good at. And it radiates through our social media and any of the marketing we have out there and our community. And the thing that we're inviting people to when they're being a part of our team and uh, part of our, our company, one of our vendors and our franchise, is we're inviting them to that world where you get to be in a fun atmosphere where people are positive and they like doing what they're doing. So we thought the best way to be able to control that within the United States, because that's the culture here that it needs to be. Outside of the country, we don't have experience with it. We'll sell it out there. High Caliber Carding will control it as a franchise. Now, this was something we worked with some franchise attorneys. We found out that some of the uh, trademarks that we filed for, like, Combat Carding was not going to be something that was going uh, to work. It wasn't going to pass trademark because all it is is talking about what you're doing. Uh, we're combating, we're carding. We really can't uphold that. So we came up with the Infinity Combat system on that. Something Connor, Kevin, and I, we all just kind of bounced the ideas off one another. Kevin came up with that, and we all loved it. So we're structuring that as a separate company. Now, the high-caliber carding, we're building that brick-and-mortar physically so that we can test and create the products and keep them uh, developing out there. But that's going to be a completely separate company. Handle different, different structure, different means of doing business, different industry, everything. So that one's going to be basically our tool to be able to test our products. So they'll do business with one another, but they're going to be two completely separate companies. Now, when we first started doing this, we talked to the, uh, the the township. Now they brought they got me in touch with somebody that was a really impactful person in the community. Now this is what I want. One of the things I want to talk about. 
this person, when I came and met him, his name is Jerry, and my initial uh, impression of him was not of somebody of, of high caliber or anybody. I, I made a judgment, but I had looked him up. I had tried to find some things about him, and somebody had referred him, and I kept an open mind. And I found out that he was one of the most successful people I know, and he cares so much about people. And I realized that I have a lot to learn from this guy. But you know what? The only reason that door opened and made it so we could make that connection was because I had an open mind about who the person was and reached out and made a genuine connection. So it actually happens to be that Jerry is a part of the uh, the MEDC or MDEC. MEDC, that's what it is. And he actually was able to get us a grant towards our development of our technologies. And now it's going to help us secure the company and put it in a better financial position and legal position to, for long-term sustainability. Now, we have a lot of similar goals. I match the goals of what they're trying to do, of trying to make Lansing a more exciting place. But what the real click was, was that we both connected as human beings. We both let our guards down. We both allowed ourselves to be friends with one another. It wasn't like we were just creating a transaction. And now he's somebody I can go to for a ton of advice. I have this with a ton of people that have just been coming my direction. And I'm realizing we spend so much time trying to judge people, we forget how it is to be a kid and make friends. You know, I watch two kids run up to one another in a park. And they just look at each other and it's, well, you're the same height as me. We're now best friends. And they play and they do shit together. And they build relationships. But somehow as adults, we forget how to do that. And what you got to do is you've got to eliminate that mindset that somebody is out to get you. That they're just going to take advantage of you or they have something that they want. There's going to be people like that. But it's going to be fucking obvious who they are. It stands out like a sore thumb. Use your brains and make that connection. When you make that connection, you get that good feel on the inside. People aren't doing that anymore. And it's making it difficult to be successful because people are successful. People are great. Just give them the audience. Allow them to be fantastic. Nobody is going to get you. As long as you have a fucking brain in your head, you're going to have a couple of things that are going to hiccups on the road, but it's not going to end you. But the relationships and the things you'll make along the way are better than anything else that you can get for any type of success at all. Hands down, the best thing you can do. The best way to do this is to just be fucking normal. Be a person. Talk to people like a person. You know, I'm, I'm so sick. I'm reading these corporate emails and per my last request and thank you for your cooperation. And dude, nobody's connecting with you. We don't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit that you're saying thank you for your cooperation when we know you don't fucking mean it. Write a statement. Write a sentence in there like, I really appreciate you helping us out with this or working with us. This really means a lot to me. How much more does that mean over thank you for your cooperation? Same fucking message, but it comes across different. And you become a person. And you give a shit about that other person. What's that old saying? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Easy advice. That's honest to God what it is. Give a shit about people and be genuine in your communications. When you send emails, be who you are. It connects with people so much better. The people that look at you and say, well, that's unprofessional. Fuck them. Get them out of your life. They can tell you that when they're working for you. Be a human. Make connections because the, your ability to be able to lead people is the single most determining factor of how successful you'll be in your career. Easily, hands down. That is the thing that makes you the most money. On top of that, the thing that gives you the most happiness is people that have entire emotional control over their thoughts and their decisions. 
Those are the two things you got to master. You got to just be yourself. And both of those things happen. Allow yourself to not be a part of the stereotypical image and just reach out and connect. And all of a sudden you'll see people break down their walls and open up to you and wanting to be a part of your life because it worked that way when we were kids and we all want to be that. But for some reason, as we grow up, we get to this adulting where we think we have to be this uptight person or we have to be this professional manner. And as long as you're not disrespectful, and I guess disrespect is by your perception, but I, I mean, hold it to your standards and you're going to build a community of people around you that have those similar standards to you. And it's a really cool place to be. It's like being around a bunch of people that like the same shit. It's kind of like your friends. I know that was a wild tangent off of one of the updates, so I should probably finish up the other updates as well. But um, right now, demolition of the inside of the facility is almost done. Next week, we should have back the plans from architecture, and the week after that, we should be closing with a bank because that's the last step, and we can finally be closed and be funded and be full steam ahead. Um, but we're on track, it looks like, for what our, our opening date is. We're getting together a crowdfunding campaign and uh, starting to do external promotions to start to do pre-sales so that we can try to generate some more of the money to go towards additional go-karts purchasing up front. We're kind of at the limit of what we can borrow so we can try to gain some additional early revenues. Uh, since our expenses are super low when we negotiate through the lease and with our bank, the first few months we have that leisure of basically a significantly low expense. Uh, very, very low. So it allows us to recover cash flow and also kind of borrow from that time frame. A little bit risky, but you know, if you talk with people that you that uh, you trust within your your inner circle that, that understand finance, and they can better advise on you if that's a good idea to go. Um, but the demolition is almost finished. We're pretty much to four corners around the facility, and then after that, they're going to start the concrete grinding. So we found our guy today for concrete grinding. He is geeked about this. He's a big gearhead. His son races motocross, and they're big into it. So they're excited for the project. Plus, he's a uh, just a nerd for the concrete. He's talking about all these additives and these modifiers and these things that we can do to, and we can test it and we can put it here and here and how the concrete here is going to be different than the concrete in Texas and how he can work with each of those. And I realized this guy's going to give our franchise and our customer the best track there is hands down in the world because he's going to get to the molecular level of the concrete to make sure that we have the best experience for our customers because that's all that matters. So we're out with the asphalt. We pulled the asphalt out. We were worried about the smell um, going into the mall since we're connected to it. It would be something we would still consider because that is a fantastic uh, surface. And it's going to be similar to what it'll be if they ever, if people actually go out and start racing carts. Um, but you only want to do that in a standalone location. It'll end up costing about the same as what it is to grind concrete and, uh, and with a harder densifier in there. So you get a better surface. It lasts longer. It looks nicer. Um, and it can be a little bit less expensive as well. So if you're one of the people that's putting together a cart track and listen to this or one of our franchise owners, take that advice, listen to it. Hopefully I've talked to you about it already. Anyways, uh, so from there, we started to realize that, you know, I was really just kind of pointing people day by day. You're going this direction, you're going that direction. So it got to a point where I had to do a lot of self-discovery. And I realized that our biggest obstacle in our company was my leadership. That was our, our cap. I had a bunch of people working for me. they fully capable of running with any baton I gave them and saying, go faster than me. And they would because they can be focused on just that thing. They got good direction and I wasn't providing that. So I went in on Sunday and I 
took papers and I segregated the company and I, I put all the different tiers of the company in different areas. Connor and I had worked on it on Friday and on Sunday it was just put them on these giant sticky notes on 12 different divisions, six divisions that are intangible and six divisions that are tangible. Wrote out all the details to it and then I painted a big ass dry erase board in our conference room and I went and got some stencils. I spray painted on the wall and put be high caliber with some black spray paint overspray the shit everywhere and I set up a meeting for Monday morning. When the guys came in, they saw a completely different room and they saw basically my brain had exploded on the walls. And I explained to everybody, this is what's going in my head all the time. When you ask for a direction from me, I'm giving you direction on all of these things. If I can get each of you focused on two of those things, they're gonna be way better than I could ever make them because I'm too busy with all of it going on to be able to be as, as functional and as to have as good of decisions and clear thought as you will. So by giving this to you, it's actually going to be better because I trust you're going to take the, you're going to investigate, you're going to learn, you're going to educate yourself and you're going to make sure you're making the best decision for the company. And you know that if you come to me and ask me for, for advice, I'm going to do the same thing as you. So you better fucking hope I don't give you the answer. You better be able to give it to me up front. Tell me what you think. Give me the reasons why and sell that shit to me. Any objections I have, you should be able to overcome those objections. Because if not, you weren't prepared. You didn't research it enough. So my guys, they took this well. And we scheduled one hour at a time with each person per day. So I'd spend an hour with Casey on Tuesday, Wednesday an hour with Zach, Thursday an hour with Kevin, Friday an hour with Connor. And we'd go over where are we at. And they would tell me. Here's where we're at. Here's what we're doing. I have to get some clarification on this. And it allows them to just go because they're probably more responsible with my money than I am. They're probably going to make better decisions than I am. They're going to study and research it more because they have their own code of ethics. They have a high expectation of themselves. They are the hashtag be high caliber we brought out. They expect themselves to be better than everybody else at everything they do. And it got me thinking, what is my responsibility? My responsibility is to help every person around me raise their bar and become better. But I can't do that by just pointing them in a direction and tell them to go work on this. I need to give them the chance to fail, the chance to try, the chance to prove how good they can be. Because it, without that, you can never make your own decisions. He, they have to have a free rope. I thought I was giving them all the rope in the world and I was holding them by, by the freaking collars. It just, it made me realize that my responsibility is to raise the bar of everybody around me. My responsibility is to get everybody around me happier. My responsibility is to help make everybody better. Now that doesn't mean I'm better than everybody, but that means I'm gonna take efforts in doing that. And while doing that, they were going to reciprocate with me. I'm not the best at everything. Connor's not the best at everything. Kevin's not the best at everything. But between the three of us, we're really fucking good at a lot of stuff. So if all of us hold each other up to a higher standard, a higher level of accountability, we become just better and better people. And we're going to keep growing and developing because everybody changes and everybody has different ways of developing and becoming um, you know, bigger in their lives. And when that happens, I'm going to learn some things. Connor's going to learn some things. Casey's going to learn some things. 
and they're going to learn that they're going to connect it with other things and then we're going to teach each other more and more stuff and what happens is we constantly raise each other's bar now the only way you can do this the only fucking way you can have this culture is if you allow people to give direct criticism back to you that doesn't mean you know neg naysayers if somebody says i don't think you can do that they better be able to explain exactly fucking why more than just well i think this because that's a fucking negative nancy but we want somebody that will tell me, you can't do this. Because one of two things is going to happen. Either we're going to get something ready that we can do, or I'm going to fucking prove you wrong. And that motivates me. That drives me. When somebody tells me you can't do this, that drives me. But if they tell me you can't do this, and here's the scientific method for it, I just didn't waste time right there. And how fucking valuable is that? But people get butthurt over this shit. They get all upset when somebody gives them, like, no, you can't do this because they have to be right. Stop having to be right. Seek to understand and break, just be fucking normal. Talk to people. Assume that they have your best interest at heart because if you listen to them and you care about them, you build that relationship, they will, and they're helping you. But you know what's worse than all this? The worst is the, pot, the, the, the worthless positive talk. Oh, yeah, I know you can do it. I believe in you. And then as soon as you walk away, they forget about it. Or they just don't really mean it. They just say that, that just false positivity. That's not fucking helping anybody. If you're doing that, you should be ashamed of yourself. Find a way to communicate that you support them, but give them some of the obstacles. Ask them about if they've thought about things. It's going to be frustrating because they may think that you're questioning them. Tell them, hey, I'm not questioning you this. I was curious. I thought that maybe... That you were going to run a marathon, but you said you weren't going to train for it? I thought that was, like, impossible. Have you? Do you know anybody that's ever done it? Or, you know, if anybody could put their mind to it and do it, you could do it. But why not train and do it better? You know, things like that that are going to push them and change them and make them a better person. If they receive that negatively, if they get fucking butthurt over that stuff, that's their problem. You're trying to help them. It's a fine line. I totally get that. But I'll tell you what, if you can just get people to be directly communicating with one another without that emotional scarring from disagreeing or, you know, and even having the ability to say, you know what, I disagree, but I'm still going to do this. It's, you're, you're never going to be the best you. If you can't accept criticisms and find their positivity, you'll never be the best you. This world is all about your mindset and how you receive things. I'll tell you, there's nothing more positive, nothing more great feeling than having control of your own thoughts, having control of your emotions. You can choose if you want to have, if you want to get upset about something, or you can take a step back and say, how do I feel about this? I'm going to remove that. What is he saying? Oh shit, he might be right. And then you start asking some questions. Now, if they're wrong, they're just wrong. It happens. But you don't have to be a dick to them about it. You don't have to tell them they're wrong. Just take their advice. And you might find maybe they were just a little bit right. You may learn a little bit there. But you have the ability to constantly change your mentality with this stuff. And it gives you such a nice life. You know, today, I walked out my front door. And it get I had just put on my running gear. I've been sick for four weeks. And I thought, I'm going to run today. I feel like I'm getting better. Wasn't a good idea. But still did it anyways. I walked out. And it was hailing out. I'm like, what the hell? It was a gorgeous day. So I shut the door and I walked in. 
And I realized that was a mindset thing. It's not like it was these huge chunks of hail, it was these small ones. And I decided to make the decision, or that I, <laughs> I, I decided that I was going to go set my new record in the hail. Because how much better is it to break your own your old running record than to do it when there's another a bigger obstacle in front of you? I took off and I ran my ass off. I did two miles in 14 minutes and one second. Didn't beat my personal record. I missed it by three seconds, but I'm still pretty fucking happy with that after being sick for four weeks. But all I did was change that mindset. And I went from shutting the door and not doing anything to pushing myself through the hail harder than I could have pushed myself before. And the only fucking thing that changed was the decision. That's it. Nothing else. Just make the decision. I've talked about this multiple times. Be normal. Just be you. Make connections. Allow people to be great. You're going to find a better life as you keep doing this and gain control of your thought. And when you do, it's the freest place you can be.